0: Next, this month's special series focus on global medicine. ReachMD is taking an in-depth look at how medicine is working toward health and longevity for people around the world. Join us all this month for the latest medical research and treatment across borders.
1: As more countries look for ways to increase their medical workforce, the physician assistant profession continues its global spread. It's time to brush up on your Arabic as Saudi Arabia adds its first assistant physician program at Prince Sultan Military College of Health Sciences in Durham, Saudi Arabia. My guest today is Physician Assistant David Ferringer. David is faculty at George Washington University, Department of Emergency Medicine, and he is currently the Assistant Physician Department Head and Program Director for the newest PA program at the Prince Sultan Military College of Health Sciences, Durham, Saudi Arabia. And he's joining us today via Skype from Saudi Arabia. Hi, David. Welcome to Partners in Practice. Thank you. David, can you start by updating us on the current status of the Assistant Physician Program in Saudi Arabia?
0: Sure, I'll be happy to. Uh, We're just now finishing up our first semester, which is the transitional semester. And we have another week of examinations, and hopefully we'll have all good results.
1: What is your role there, and are you living there full-time?
0: Yeah, I'm living here full-time, and... It's been an interesting experience because of the environment that we live in. Of course, Saudi Arabia is very hot in the summertime, and now it's very cold. We had two days of rain. So we live here full-time on the military base.
1: How long are you planning on staying?
0: I signed a two-year contract from the University of Kentucky, working now for George Washington University through the Department of Emergency Medicine Medical Associate Faculty Associates.
1: Are there other uh, George Washington University faculty living there as well?
0: We have two other core faculty. We have the academic coordinator, which is James Hall, and uh, Patrick Inking, which is our clinical coordinator. And both of those gentlemen arrived here probably within the month after I arrived to start the program in September of 29.
1: And what is your role there?
0: My role here is the department head of the assistant physician department as well as the program director.
1: Tell us about how the relationship developed between uh, George Washington University and Prince Sultan Military College.
0: That's a good question. Historically, it's been in a developing embryo stage of relationships between the George Washington MFA folks, Amy Keim and James Marinucci. He's our director, and Amy is the project director for the MFA and they have projects around the world in educational health education with their relationship with the saudi government etc there was a need for mid-level practitioners and several of the residents from saudi arabia that goes to gw for like um, a residency program they worked with pas and one thing led to another and you know relationships built and there is a need here for this type of healthcare provider and that is developed now into what we have as the first assistant physician program here in Saudi Arabia as well as in the gulf states
1: is there an equivalent to a physician assistant there currently
0: no there's not that's a good question because you know a lot of people would think that by now we would have pAs around the world <laughs> But in Saudi Arabia, this is a brand new profession. The learning curve for everybody is straight up. We're excited about bringing a new profession to a country that is so developing. It's amazing where they have come from and where they plan to go. And uh, we're excited that we can represent the PA profession in the States over here in Saudi Arabia.
1: Well, in the U.S., we're excited about it, too. How's your Arabic or their English
0: Yeah, that's a good question as well, because, you know, the Arabic language is totally different in the writing and the characters and from right to left and the numbers and etc. My Arabic is very poor right now, but I'm trying to learn words as I go along. And uh, we teach in English. So our students, one of the requirements is for them to have a good grasp on English comprehension, reading, writing, speaking, and and just being able to converse because all their textbooks are from the States and they're in English, of course. So they have to have a good grasp on English. This is something that's kind of unique because in our curriculum, in the transitional semester, we have an English course to get them up to speed equivalent in their ability to understand what we're saying and to write and to be able to digest what the textbooks are giving to them, et cetera. And we have also incorporated an English course now in every semester in the didactic three semesters. So we have four English courses that will be given to them, and they're excited about that because they all want to improve their English. And there's different levels of our students in their ability to speak English and to Right. So we're excited about some new projects that we're developing with GW and with some consultants about uh, learning English as your second language in your own home country, so to speak. So it's kind of unique what we're doing over here.
1: So how do you say assistant physician in Arabic?
0: Okay. This is an interesting thing because we are still at the point of what do we call ourselves? And because when you translate physician assistant, is translated going from right to left, so it's assistant physician. And to say physician assistant is tabi mesa or mesa tabi. And mesa tabi would be assistant physician and tabi mesa is, you know, your physician assistant like we're called in the States. And, you know, people will say, well, why is that a a problem? Anywhere in the world, and I've been involved in international development of the American PA concept since 1994, and every country goes through the same identical struggle. What do you call these people? It's American model, a style of training and the profession. And like in England, they started out calling the medical clinical practitioners MCPs, well, they ended up calling themselves physician assistants. In Holland, the same thing. It didn't translate very well. And the same thing here. It translates, and if you say physician assistant, a lot of people are getting confused and thinking it's like a medical assistant. So our students are even divided, and we're going to let them decide in the country because this is their country, and whatever's best that will represent what the true meaning of who we are as a profession globally, I think it will come out. And I think we're leaning more and more towards an assistant physician because it means different meaning in Arabic versus a physician assistant. So only time will tell as we go through history here in the next year or two of what's really going to shake out to be the name of the, the profession here.
1: If you're just joining us, you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Physician Assistant David Farringer, Program Director for the newest PA program at the Prince Sultan Military College of Health Sciences, Durham, Saudi Arabia. And he's joining us via Skype today from Saudi Arabia. So, David, let's talk a little about the program. How long is the program?
0: We have, like I said earlier, one semester, transitional semester, that is to be given to the students to bring them up equivalent to trying to get everybody on the same level before they start into the PA program, the AP program in January. So it's 28 months altogether.
1: How many students do you currently have?
0: We currently have 24 students, and they're all male students, and they're military students that uh, have come into the program as civilians. And then they're doing their boot camp training and military training classes along with their academic classes. And that has been a big challenge because if you look at the global development of the PA profession around the world, the United States and Canada and Saudi Arabia are the only three countries so far that have started the PA profession in the military. Unlike Canada and the States, Saudi Arabia, we decided to go the route of doing a combination of military training and academia. And that is not the best way to go, I must say, because it's like having two jobs, working two full-time jobs at one time. So we're trying to resolve the issue as we go, and the students have been very flexible, and the faculty has been great, and military, working with them, you know, they want the best soldiers developed, and we don't blame them, and we want the best PAs or APs to be trained. So it's um, a period of time where we're growing together and, and trying to figure out what is best for everybody. So I think the next cohort that we'll be interviewing in February will probably start the military training, at the boot camp out of the way before they start into our AP program here in the transitional semester. They will probably have military classes, but it won't be that rigorous get up at 4 a.m. in the morning and you run and you know work all day and then go back to boot camp and be training again in the evenings and then late into the night. So I think that will be a much better model. But this is a really unique model that we have put together over here, working with the military and the college.
1: It's probably hard to keep them awake during class. <laughs>
0: It is. So you have to be really, I taught a 7.30 class (laughs) this semester. And yes, it was a challenge because they're totally wiped out and tired. But you try to engage them and try to get them excited. and, And they are, I mean, it's a great bunch of guys we have. And we're just fortunate that we have, I think, the best of the best of all the applicants that have applied.
1: So I was looking at the picture of the first class, and I noticed what you just said, that they're all men. Can you explain why that is?
0: Yes. In the military over here, there's very few females. And if there is females, I'm not sure what the role is in the military forces over here. But mainly it is men, and the decision was made based on where we are at that it will be all military males that will be trained first, and I say first because we're trying to work through like classroom issues, spaces, etc. cetera, because the college has a male section and a female section. So there's no coming together of male and females having classes in the same classroom for the same course. So with the space issue, we're starting out with all males first and they will be possibility in the future females coming into the program.
1: So the students receive a master's degree, which is a new concept for medical programs in Saudi Arabia. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, this has been a really a great thing for the Prince Sultan's College of Health Science here, because they have all undergraduate programs, and we're the first master's program in the college. And this is something that a lot of students are really wanting to get over here in Saudi Arabia, is a master's or higher. And we have just learned recently that uh, there's a, a possibility that a physical therapy master's program will be started here as well. So when the students are applying, they're looking for programs that are just not four-year degrees because a lot of students have four-year degrees now and they're looking for a master's. It's a typical thing that we see in the States, the degree creep as we call it in academia, where, you know, you start out with a four year degree program and then, you know, soon you turn into a master's program because of the demand of the market out there as well as going to a doctorate degree of some sort, either professional or a PhD degree. But over here, we're the first master's program in the college. So we have another set of variables to work with, you know, working with the administration and the college director and the college itself and the military as a variable and coming together and trying to show and lead the way in developing organizational structure within the college to meet our needs and requirements for our master's program to really develop into the program we want it to be.
1: Well, upon graduation, will the APs be strictly military-based, or will they also be working in the private sector?
0: The graduates will be committed to the military for X number of years because they're paying for their training. And after they, I think it's a five-year commitment, and after their commitment is up, they can either continue in the military as a career, or I think at that point they can go to the private sector and work. Currently, we have no physician assistants working in Saudi Arabia at this time.
1: Are there any plans to open up the training to civilians?
0: Right now, the MODA is the Military Defense and Aviation. They are paying for the training, so I don't think they would be paying for the private civilians to come in to be trained and not really gain from that training as the graduates come out. So at this point, no, it's all military, but I can foresee in the future that private sector would develop on the civilian side PA programs in universities like it has happened in other countries around the world and in the United States.
1: David, do you have a website for the listeners who are interested in the Saudi Arabia program?
0: Yes, if they can go to the Prince Sultan. Military College of Health Science, just type that in, and that will bring us to the homepage. And there's links there that they can go in and look at our program, look at some of the pictures, and and we're trying to develop more and more interest stories and stuff like that for prospective students and just people who are curious to see what's going on over here.
1: Well, David, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and thank you so much. Thank you. I'd like to thank my guest physician assistant, David Farringer, for his efforts in the education and growth of the PA profession worldwide, and we wish him and his colleagues great success in the AP program in Saudi Arabia.
0: You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Global Medicine. For a program guide and a complete list of shows, please visit us at reachmd.com.